Hey homies, I'm finally back with season three of In Common Queens, the Trinity. Hey, season three. Um, I woke up in a good mood this morning, so I was like, I for sure have to record, capitalize on this. Um, had some really good time with the Lord, so let's go. And I, what I aspire to do, I don't know if you are a new listener um, with these seasons, is I feel like I want them to align with like winter, spring, summer, fall. This would technically be like winter time. Um, and I wanted to do that for a different reasons because I feel like, you know, I feel like you hear a lot of Christians say like, I'm just in this season. But I really do feel like that is true because you different you experience different things at different phases or different points of your life and god does something new he's always speaking in every phase in every life and in every season of life and i just wanted to kind of solidify each moment in time with um just a season i guess in this podcast and kind of do something a little bit different and um Plus, it creates structure for me, and you know your girl needs structure sometimes, you know, just to kind of help her out with consistency. Um, So there's that. And of course, it's January, and um, I know you had a lot of, you know, motivation and vision podcasts in the beginning of the year. I understand I'm late to the party, but, you know, fashionably late with the Lord, and I'm just talking about, I'm just talking, I'll just touch a little bit about vision and goals and I wanted to talk about it in a different way though and I feel as though this year is a little different because we're still in the pandemic and the future is still a little unclear even with the vaccines and so don't worry if you don't have too many goals or resolutions this year because God still is going to show up in ways you can never imagine and I don't feel like you have to make such big goals and big dreams and I want to go here and do this and this every year like I feel like I you know put pressure on myself except last year but put pressure on myself um to you know make it better make it better make it better but I don't do the daily things to um kind of live that out and because the little things add up and compound it to, onto each other to make those big things um, and those big changes amazing. And so every year for the past couple years, I I haven't been well with my word of the year. I think last year really set a fire, which my last year my word was boldness. And I wish I kind of talked about that more. Um, but I really feel like that e- Last year was the year that I actually lived that word out more so than any other year because of I started my podcast. Um, I started grad. I started looking into grad school. I just got bolder with, in the word with the Lord and just certain things and just speaking my my truth out more um, to people. And so this year, I just want, you know, set the tone of the year. And I think words, I think words are better for me sometimes than to set the tone better than resolutions. Because I guess I set the tone for the word and then the re- resolutions fall from that. So I don't know if, you know, I feel like it's never too late to like set the tone for the year. Um, you can always do it at any point in the year. So if you want to do that, I I recommend it. You can kind of just like 
pray and seek God and he will he will show you um, what word of the year and then you can do some goals um, that fall from there. And so before I get started with this episode, I would appreciate if you'd click subscribe or follow on Spotify so that you know when new episodes are out and leave a review so that others can be encouraged to listen. So this week, my podcast topic was inspired again by Katie Bilotti, who um, doesn't do content surrounding faith faith but I believe that you can get inspiration from anywhere God is not limited by you know who what content you follow or don't follow and the people he is an all-powerful God so you can find it everywhere that's just one of the things I love about him and I was listening to her podcast called Thick and Thin and she was talking about the start of the year and about goals and just what she wants to carry with her and something that really stuck and stuck out to me and struck me about um when you grow up you like assume that it's naive to dream and that's what something that she said and I was like oh my gosh like I've been thinking a lot about this topic because when you're little everyone asks you like what do you want to be when you grow up what do you want to do like what do you dream about like but when we grow up, we think reality. We don't feel like we have the room to dream. We have the room to pursue our passions because, you know, all of these things and all of the adult things set in and bills. And whether that's like finances, family influences, starting a family, your own insecurities, doubt, you know, thinking you're not good enough, thinking you're not qualified, and just like seeing the reality of things play out or whether you see other people, you know, kind of have it not work out for them. And I think one of the favorite things that Katie spoke on, which often holds us back from dreaming in adulthood, is the risk and failure involved in it. And, you know, I I was in a class in, I forgot what year it was, but it was one of my um, entrepreneur, it was no, it was either my entrepreneurship, foundations of entrepreneurship, or like um, entertainment, like economics class or something and there's talking about being risk averse and I think a lot of us are not risk averse which means like you are prone to taking risks and um, you're kind of more comfortable taking risks and I think that spectrum is different for different people because it may seem like I'm okay with taking risks but actually like I'm okay making the decision and then really sticking to that risk. Like I kind of, that's where I falter. So I feel like everyone has their moments of, you know, whether that risk is going to gonna work out because like we're all humans. There's always that, that, that component involved that something is going to happen. And I love, the other thing that I love that she said was like, try, trying for something is brave. So like no matter how, the outcome is trying for it is brave. That's powerful. That is strong and that's strength. That is maturity. Like trying for something isn't naive, isn't naive always. It's brave. And I feel like we often think that taking risks are too naive. But some of the most influential people, and I, I don't know if you also listen to um, How I Built This by Guy Raz, Oh my gosh, faith person, Guy Raz, if you want to be on my podcast, hit me up. Um, But I just think that 
we in that taking risks are like oh you're being stupid with your money or oh you're doing this and that and of course like there is wisdom God wants us to have wisdom with our finances and be good stewards of what we have and our gifts and everything but I also think like some of the best technology and entrepreneurs and just business people wouldn't we wouldn't have the things we wouldn't have uber we wouldn't and i and i think i heard a clip of um on how i built this podcast of like the ring if you have like a doorbell the ring he took out like the mortgage on his house or something to get finances for the ring and now like tons of people have that device and you know he has money for his kids and his family and to give back and so I just feel like that's an example of like yeah I could seem like he didn't know what the heck he's talking about and no I don't think you would financially advise people to do that but that is kind of like an extreme example of like a risk and like there was a reward involved or like you risk going to going away from um home to go to school but you get so many good friends in return so it's like there's so many levels to taking risks that doesn't have to be like jump off the cliff you know and so I think there's calculated risks I was listening to a Brene Brown podcast and I forgot what she said but like there's this balance this dance I wouldn't say balance there's this dance of like taking calculated risks like having strong faith but also taking calculated risks and I have to think about that but I wish I I wish I had that up for you to know what she specifically said but of course like not everyone is has the means and ability to take certain risks and I completely understand that I don't want to be naive in that fact of thinking that everyone can take certain risks um I think that God can make a way where there's no way but of course that is so there's so many individual circumstances that don't allow people to take certain risks but but literally saving like I really thought about this when I was preparing for the episode is like literally the risk could be saving money to buy art supplies and looking at YouTube looking at YouTube videos can be a risk you can be like oh I've been putting off learning painting oh I've been learning uh, I've been putting off learning this new skill but like just save up that money put in make that sacrifice and or saving money to buy the piano to explore your musical gift or signing up for that workshop you've been wanting like those are risks because you could be have put that off for years and you've been too scared of what you know if someone hears you if someone knows you're doing this or some sees you that you know but like just take it if God is pulling on your heart to do that like acknowledge that take the just the little steps and so we weren't in this life I believe so heartedly and I think I do get the sense that people think I'm naive until they move forward with it but I really do that we were put on this earth not to just get through the day and just to survive but we God placed skills ideas gifts um insight into us so that we would advance um his kingdom of advance and unify um the world and the nation and so 
I know that sounds like really like big and blah, blah, blah and woo. But honestly, like that's like the heart of the Bible. Like we were put here for a purpose. Like we woke up today for a purpose. And so I think that that purpose can look different for everyone. And I that's why I like that's part of why I love the name of the podcast is Uncommon Queens because that's what I want you to do and to be is like be your specific thing that God put on your heart to do. Wear the specific outfit that embodies who you are. Like listen to the music that you want to listen to, you know, and that um, inspires you and just like be who God and like, the Holy Spirit is nudging you to be, you know? So I, that's like, that's, that's like my biggest thing. The purpose doesn't have to be like curing a disease or having a big platform on social media. It can be being a light in your community. And I remember telling my mom, like, literally God could be telling you to be a USPS postal worker to bring light to the community that you're serving. It can just be that. It doesn't have to be like what influencers tell you to be. It doesn't have to be even what I'm doing, starting a podcast. But it's just what God told me to do. And I have seen so many ripple effects from it. Not, I'm not making money from the podcast. I, you know, don't have sponsorships. But maybe they'll come. In Jesus' name, like maybe something like that would happen. But if not, like... I'm good just growing with this and just doing this because he wants me to do this and he led me to it. And so God has given us specific gifts. So to share, no matter how small you think it is, no matter how insignificant, like he can use everything. And so if you have a word of the year or goals, or if you're still thinking about it, I have some advice. <laughs> Take it or leave it. You don't have to um use it. I think we get caught up in like in the big picture cuz I am a big picture person. Like I'm like I'm going to do this and like don't always, you know, really think about the nitty-gritty details or like create steps for myself. Um and but we don't seek God about what he wants our goals and like set intentions with him for what our month or week is so like we can have this big picture and these big revolutions of resolutions of like oh I want to lose this amount of weight or oh I want to do this and that but sometimes we don't tend to like think about the day-to-day like am I actually going to want to work out five times a week am I actually going to do that like when do I need to seek rest? Like God wants to be in every area. Even if it's your fitness plan, God wants to be there. He wants to give you longevity. He gave you that temple that is your body. Like he wants to sustain you within your goals and within your dreams. And so just to give you a little fun nugget of um, insight into my word of the year. My word of the year is legacy. And that feels weird telling people the word of the year because I'm like, oh my gosh, they're, you know, accountability. They're going to know. They're going to hold me to it. But so, like I said, I'm a big picture person. But when I was thinking about legacy, I was like, but that pertains to like every area, even day to day of my life. And legacy, like how I use, how I steward my finances, like how I steward my relationships, how I steward taking care of my body, like 
how what I'm doing now can impact like months down the line. And then when I find the person that when the per no, when God places the person in my life that I'm going to marry. And then when I have children, like I want to be able to be the person that God has created me to be for them. And so that's why a uh, legacy is my word of just like using this podcast as legacy, like just all of the parts of my life, like even the job that I have, you know, stewarding it and doing it for the will of God. I think I also want to be cognizant of like not building a legacy just that it's dependent on others coming into my life or things happening in my life. I think I want to create legacy that is founded on God and like using and stewarding what he has given already given me and what he plans to give me and just like not looking to those milestones as like a factor in if that a factor in creating legacy because of course like especially now and especially as I go towards like turning 25 there's like this underlying pressure of like okay my parents are getting older like I haven't dated in years um you know I'm still young but you know I'm people are farther in their careers than me and blah 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 and so it's just like legacy is about now like legacy is about later but it's more so about what you do right now to build that and so I think that I tend to look to others or like what you know the comparison game that we all have a little bit of and I think that I forget like legacy can look like creating what is creating boundaries for my relationships that I have now not always looking towards the relationships I crave for in the future or in even in the present but like what is creating healthy relationships with the people I have now and creating boundaries and being generous with my finances even though you know it's good to save but also God is a giver he has a heart for giving and so like what is giving generously in my finances look like and also like allowing God to speak more into my thought life so that I can create a healthy um, environment for myself and a healthy thought life and break down the walls and allow God to prune me on being more confident in my spiritual gifts that he has already given me and he plans to give me so you know like all of those things can factor into your goals and your resolutions like right now it's not just like oh one word and like that's it but like we always get stuck in the practical like day-to-day and that's been something that has been on my mind and has really been something that I'm you know tossing around with and struggling with um is like how does what does this look like day-to-day how do you like break down this word and not get caught up in what like the world says and what like the textbook definition of it is but like what did God speak to you at that time in your life and Katie also mentioned um, in her podcast is like, as we are growing older, there is an opportunity to grow jaded and, and we think, and we think of one view of responsibility. And I just feel like this is something that like, I don't know, I just really feel like we are jaded in a way. And like, God wants us to have childlike faith like we are called to have childlike faith and I think we miss the 
awe in things and wonder in things. And I think that that is something missing in when we think about like adulthood or just in a life as a Christian of just we are supposed to be expectant for things to happen. We're expecting God to show up. We're expecting miracles to happen. We're expecting to have bold faith. And, you know, when we graduate college or when we graduate high school, we're like, oh, adulting time. Like, you know, but that can, it can still be playful. It can still be fun. Like we have this one life to live. And as cliche and corny as it is, it's true because the thing that, not to be, you know, dark, but like the one thing that we all have in common is that we are all going to pass away at some point. And so we can have the opportunity to enjoy our life. Like, yes, be wise, but enjoy the life and just be awestruck that the sun came up and just have faith that God is going to move in your life and God is going to have miracles and God wants to heal. And that's not you know, irresponsible to believe those things because I think God is rooted in the unseen. Like it's childlike in the eyes of the world to have faith because it's like, look what every, look all the bad things that are happening. Like, why would you have faith? But it's because we know there's something more than this. We know that having God in our lives fulfills us more so than social media, fulfills us more than Netflix fulfills us more than a relationship that someone's going to mess up day in and day out on and not not going to do something we don't it's going to do something we don't like and I think right now we have the privilege of bringing heaven down to earth with the hope that is living inside of us even in 2021 even when there's racial injustice even when there is such division on so many different levels, even within the church. Like, there is a light in us, and we can use our voices and our actions and our lifestyle to help advance and bring people into hope and bring people into peace and love. And so, with that, it's time for the song of the episode. Okay, so now the song of the episode is Seasons Change um, by Anton Bradford. I don't know. Y'all know I don't know if I'm saying people's names right. I'm sorry. I really, every time I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, look up how to say it, but I don't. I will have it in the description. Um, So the lyrics to the, I love, I posted on my Instagram though that I um loved his song I think it's called trust and um but the lyrics to seasons change I feel like was so appropriate for this episode and so it says seasons change and pain pain makes you grow and all the mistakes of yesterday are making me whole because you are the perfect designer and can we scourge um to this moment like what like all the mistakes of yesterday are making me whole. Like, what a perspective shift that is, okay? I need I need to reread that every day of my life. Like, all the mistakes of yesterday are making me whole. Like, wow. Talk about personal growth, people. <laughs> Talk about it. And I love when people describe God as, like, a designer or the greatest creator of all time or stuff like that. That's just, I don't know. It always warms my heart. 
Anywho, back to the song. You were there, even when I thought you left. And all my doubt and all my suffering is not in vain. And oh, in the darkest time, your love is my sunlight. And I am reminded that I am not forgotten, because you stay the same even when seasons change. And that's a quality that I love about God is like he his love is perfect and his love is powerful and he's powerful and he's almighty and he stays the same he stays consistent in that even when everything looks like where are you God like he's staying the same he's calling us to action so I love that and I love it's like all my suffering is not in vain your love is my sunlight like that is beautiful his love is just always shining at the end of the day and so the last part of the song that I wanted to mention is oh you were there even when I thought you left and all my doubt and all my suffering is not in vain and all my suffering is not in vain oh and in the darkest times your son is your love is my sunlight I'm reminded that I'm not forgotten because you were the same even when seasons change and just a little tidbit like that really was a song that when I read those lyrics I was like that's like that speaks into what I you know am feeling and navigating through of just like the season of winter is very hard for me and I know a lot of people struggle with um, seasonal depression but just like the darkness and waking up early in the morning and like this it being still pitch black and like just the changes that happen to my body when around the winter time and like my mind and my thoughts and like still being not seeing my family for a long time it's just like but God still is the same like even if I don't feel like this woo on fire Lauren that I was in like the end of last year God is still the same. He's still good. He still spoke those words to me. My faith can still be strong. Like I still have access to him. The words that are in the Bible are still true to this day. Like those things are still the same. And I think when I finally was just like, okay, like put, put aside these distractions and go to the heart of who he is and change up my routine a little bit, which I'll probably talk about in another episode. But and do those things that I know will fulfill me and not just distract me and just perpetuate my anxiety even more. I was just like, oh, yeah, I just feel so much lighter. And like I woke up today, I was just like after, you know, praising God and then after spending a longer time in just prayer and worshiping and reading um, the Bible and also reading a Bible study, like I feel so much lighter now. And so that was just part of my encouragement. I mentioned that on a little bit of that on Instagram, but I just thought I would put that here as well. And so um, my shout outs for today is my kitten Roman. I got him after I think I ended season two. So y'all don't know about him. He's been playing around. He's actually under my desk right now. And he is being a little slippy. He was a little rowdy. So I hope you didn't hear him. I think we're good, but he is a rowdy kitten. He slept well last night. He hasn't been allowing me to get sleep because I know kittens don't really sleep the full night. Um, He's around seven months, I think. So I adopted him. So they're not sure about if it was June or July that he was uh, born, but 
Um, he's around seven months, and yes, I'm excited. I never thought I would get a cat. I was always a dog person growing up. I had a family pet that was a dog, AJ. And um, but in college, I was surrounded by a lot of people that had like a lot of my good friends had cats, and so I started warming up to the idea. And I knew I probably didn't have the capacity to like train a dog and to do all those things. And so I was just entertaining the idea to get a cat and I ended up getting one and I don't regret it. He literally is the cutest thing. Like, oh, like when I talk about the simple joys that God brings to your life, guys, let me tell you. And I finally realized that, like, yeah, I'm not ready to have a kid because, like, if I'm just, yeah, no. I, that really, that really put into perspective, like, yeah, yeah, I'm not really ready to have a kid just yet, you know? But I love him. I could do a whole episode on, like, how getting, adopting him was, like, a whole um, testimony to, like, God's faithfulness. Maybe I'll do that. I don't know. Maybe I'll do, like, a bonus episode about that. But my other shout out um, was the Instagram account Christian Mental Health, and it's run by Brittany Moses, and she has a great, inspiring story. Her handle is just at Christian Mental Health, and um, I just love what she talks about and just how you can, how mental health and um, your faith aren't individual. They are mutually exclusive, like God cares about your mental health and he doesn't shame you in going to therapy and he's created therapists he created therapy he he's created these tools and this insight within these people to help you live the life that he's given you to the fullest and so I just love her resources and I learn things all the time and I occasionally post um her repost on my stories um so yeah I hope you enjoyed the first episode of season three I'm excited to be back I have ideas I want to be of course um more engaged with all and get more insight from what you want to hear me um speak about and if you have any ideas or topics that you want me to hear about uh, talk about wow mm, need some need some energy need some energy need some coffee okay gotta wrap this up but thank you so much for listening today tonight or tomorrow talk to you soon homies